All Century 21 real estate offices are independently owned and operated. Hi, I'm Jackie Ruddy, broker of Century 21 Jack Ruddy Real Estate. Welcome to the Real Estate Roundtable on 94.3 FM The Talker. I'm here with my husband, Fell Realtor co-host Pat Devaney. Good morning, Jackie. How are you? Excellent. How are you? Very good. We have with us a special guest, Dwayne White, owner of White's Mechanical. Hello. How are we doing today? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks for having me. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. and Sunday at 11.30 a.m. where we review real estate topics. We have a full-time real estate office with many relentless realtors. We've been listing, selling, and appraising real estate for 50 years. 50 years. Oh, my goodness. During the week, feel free to email us with any questions you have at questions at jready.com. That's questions at jruddy.com. Or you can give us a call at 570-344-6724. And when you're at jready.com, click on the webcam tab across the top of the page. We have a camera on the roof and it looks down at Dunmore Corners and gives you a live view. And we get thousands of hits a month on that camera. View our listings, search the MLS listings, and listen to archive radio shows by going to mobilefriendlyjready.com. J-R-U-D-D-Y.com. Check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Pinterest, and Instagram. Okay, Dwayne White of White's Mechanical. Tell me who you are, what you do, where you go, all of those things most of the days of the week, especially now at this tis, tis the season for you. So this time of year, well, first of all, I'm Dwayne White from White's Mechanical. Our shop is out of Oliphant. We, um, we do, we have a large coverage area. We, we do all the way up toward Mishapin area. We do down toward Hazleton and, and all around. So, um, and we specialize in heating and air conditioning, of course. Uh, this time of year is the heating season. So uh, we, um, we get into um, natural gas, oil, a um, little bit of geo that we talked about, and uh, and we do service and we do installation. Of heating and cooling systems for both residential and commercial. Correct. All right. Doing it how long? Um, been in my own business now for going on 18 years and been doing it for since I got out of high school. Wow. So that's like 21 years? Yeah. <laughs> in your line of work, is there any shortage of work? Uh, not at the moment. All right. <laughs> now on your website, you talk about fast and dependable service. Wait, wait, you can't have both. Okay. <laughs> right. So my, my thing these days is anybody. You got to have one or the other. You can't have both. How many people did we call for our patio? We don't know. I've lost track. So fast track. and dependable is not our experience. Not when it comes to, I'm, I'm. We haven't called you yet. We so haven't we called you know. yet. Right. But usually these days it doesn't seem like anyone is fast nor dependable. So you must have quite yep. the, if you've been doing it almost 18 years, coming up on an 18th year anniversary, you're still in business, which is a very good sign. And it seems that you know what you're doing and you have good knowledge and experience in this area. Well, it comes down to, I have some good employees. So, so that helps out. Well, you can't have good employees either and be fast and dependable. <laughs> this, this is like a fairy tale. <laughs> Our biggest thing is we try to call people back. I mean, even whenever we're extremely busy or a lot going on, we still try to communicate with customers and, and, and see how fast they need the service compared to other people. 
So it, it comes down to a juggling act. It, 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 exactly what it is in the office. That's what the girls do. Juggle. Well, at least you communicate. Because in our experience, we have people that just don't communicate, and that's the most frustrating part. So, so the, the fastest ones you want to get back to are the no heat calls, right? <laughs> Correct. Yes, those yes. are the ones that go to the top of the list. Exactly how it works. All right. So primarily, what it what are the heating systems that you do most of? Gas, natural gas. Yeah. So. Natural gas, LP, are the most popular at the time. And LP is liquid propane? Correct, yes. Okay. And um, and it's a clean gas. So uh, we also do oil, but oil is starting to phase out because you can't add the central air to an oil system because oil is usually water or steam. So, um, so a lot of it is natural gas and LP and their ducted systems, warm air is the main one that we do. That's the most popular. Okay, so you had mentioned before we started recording that much of your work is on new construction these days. Uh, well, we do a lot of service too, but yes, there there are there's still a lot of new construction going on. And uh, and like I said, most, most new construction houses have forced air. So. That's what they're going with, the install of the forest air, the... The forced air, the HVAC systems? Correct. All right. Nobody's going with the baseboard hot water anymore. They're trending away from that? Um, yeah, that's that's rare. Because really? then you got to do two systems. You got to do a, a central air system and then a baseboard system. Because it, probably 99% of the houses we do today have the air conditioning. Not to get on the air conditioning topic, but that's it, it's when you're doing a house or a new construction house, it's rare that you see somebody build a house without air conditioning anymore. I prefer the baseboard than having the HVAC having it blowing the hot air. Well, I find it to be a very dry heat. So, yeah, yeah for and, then, and then as soon as it goes off, it, it the temperature starts to drop again. At least with the with the radiators, you know, it, it seems to stay warmer a little longer. Yes, and, and, and baseboard is one of the best types of heat out there. Uh, radiant is another one that's pretty popular if they go with the boiler system, but. Um, the hot water baseboard, like like you said, it, it's probably the best style of heat. We have a large kitchen, and when we did our house over, we uh, knew we were going to do radiant, so we got the warm boards, that structural board underneath where you lay the the, uh, yep. the, the pecs in. Or it's not pecs, but it's a black pipe that you're laying there. Boy, it's wonderful. You don't know it's on. The floor is nice and warm. It's it's. There's no baseboards in the kitchen, the, so it we was don't expensive. have to It was very expensive, that, but, yeah. but it was... But it's but what you failed to mention is we're over a crawl. Yeah, it was over a crawl space, and to put the baseboard, the uh, radiators around would have been a real right. Would have been tough. And then the floor is still cold. So yes, because heat rises, so the floor is still cold. So with radiant, radiant's probably the best style of heating. That's my favorite. I mean, electric I understand is very expensive, but we planned it out, and, and we you know we have the, the working off the boiler. So yeah. so radiant is something that you're seeing a lot of. Uh, yeah, so if we do a boiler system, um, especially doing garages and basements, you know, when they're pouring the concrete before, they'll put the tubing in, you know, and for the set it up for the future or or do it because if you can heat the basement, it radiates right through the house. And it keeps it drier too, a lot drier. Yes. So on an HVAC system, in the, uh, and I mentioned that the heat can be very, very dry, so it can dry out someone's sinuses and skin and so on and so forth. Are there things that you can, can, the, can you make the system 
Can you put a humidifier yes. in it? Yes. So humidifiers are very popular with the warm air systems that you're talking about. And, uh, and it's very common to go and add one. And, and we set it up where it works automatically. So it actually, the humidifier works off of outside temperature and stuff. So it automatically adjusts to what it needs throughout the seasons. So, and, and it, like you said, the, the warm air is a dry s- style of air. But again, you can add these humidifiers. So it helps put moisture into the air, Correct. right? So yes. is there, are there any cons to this? Um, no, not at all. I mean, it, because dry air is not good for skin and your sinuses, stuff like that, where the humidity helps out. And also it helps with efficiencies because moist air holds heat better than dry air. Like you were saying that it cools off fast whenever it shuts off. Well, if you have the right moisture in the air, it, it won't cool off as fast. So there's grow. no mildew or mold growth within the system because of these components? No, it, it, it's not spraying water. It, it actually picks up moisture through a pad. And if you do the service properly, like you're supposed to on them, you replace the pads every year. You don't have stagnant water or mold or any anything like that building up. Is that the service that you're speaking of? Is that professional service or homeowners like um, just taking out their... I mean, it helps when homeowners do change filters and stuff, but the the services should be done by a professional because there's a lot more involved than just changing a filter. Right. So it, it, it's good to, for a homeowner to change a filter once in a while because if, if you read on the filter, it says monthly. Of course, you don't have to get your system serviced monthly from a professional, but at least once or twice a year to be done correctly. So people with HVAC systems, they should be changing the the filter monthly? Um, again, a lot of the, the little one-inch throwaway filters, they they are supposedly a 30-day filter. Um, once your house is, you live in your house, like after construction and stuff like that, yeah, you, you're going to change it a little bit more often. But um, you, you'll know how often to change a filter, you know, by, by seeing it, you know. No, I know there's some real expensive filters uh is there different grades or what kind of filter should a person use um i mean a lot of standard houses have like a one inch filter and the one that's in there is usually the proper one for the system now you can buy higher merv they consider it and uh they're a better grade filter but when you start getting into the better grade it also chokes off the air so you don't want to get too like those fancy HEPA filters that I see? Correct, yes. Because that'll shut down your airflow, which will harm the unit more than it helps it. Oh. Where today, a lot of houses that we do, we don't do a one-inch filter. We do a four-inch filter. So what a four-inch filter does is it gives it more surface area. So you can use a better grade filter because you have more surface area of filter, which helps out. Those aren't monthly change outs, though. Those are once a year. Okay. So, so if I have a pet, if I have a cat or a dog, should I be changing these filters? I, should, I probably wouldn't get a year out of it, right? No, you wouldn't. Depending on how much you use it, though. Again, it depends on the season, how cold the year is, how warm the year is, how much the unit runs is going to make a big difference of how often the filter needs to be changed. Dwayne, you mentioned that people usually in new construction, uh, they want to make sure that they're cost effective, the builders, and you know, making sure that they put in a system that gives consumers what they want, the heat and the air, and a dual system makes the most 
sense financially, I'm sure. How about these days, it seems that more and more homes that we're going into, we see those ductless air conditioners, and they are also heaters. Yes, um, the ductless, uh, I mean, they're a great system, but they're spot coolers and spot heaters. So when you're doing like a first floor open house, one in a dining room, living room, whatever, they work great. But when you get into like a, a second floor with multiple bedrooms and stuff, it's it's hard because you'll have them all over the walls and the piping all over the place. So there are drawbacks. There are pros and cons to both. Of it. Yeah, yep. but they're great in a, in an older home where you don't where you can't do the the ducting, right? Definitely, definitely, and, and they work great. And people love them. And, and the other thing with them is they're very efficient. I was just going to say that that they've gotten more and more efficient over the years. Yes, they're one of the most efficient units that you can put in, and in um, as you were saying, they do heating and air conditioning. They are a heat pump system, but they're designed now. They can run at lower temperatures, which makes them great for, for, um, it used to be that they were only, uh, like 25 degrees. Is that the number I remember? Yeah. Back in the day, yeah. it was anything below 25. Yeah, but then I need the heat when it's less than 25. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> but now they're designed to go down to some of them are minus 15, minus 25. Wow. And, um, uh, and still put out. So you can use them as a primary heat source now. Where back in the day, they were only made just for... A supplemental. Supplemental. Correct. If I was to build a house, <laughs> which is an if, a big if right this moment, but may, may not be a big if in the future. I probably, as a person that's always freezing cold, even though it's 90 degrees out, I cannot... I actually despise central air. So... The fact, the fact of the matter is I'm freezing all of the time, especially in central air. I cannot see myself doing a system with heat and air. I prefer. You should get a baseboard and do ductless. Things. I like ductless because I can control different rooms. Oh, my son. I think he's an Eskimo because <laughs> he sets <laughs> in the summertime. I go in there. I think I can see my breath. It's <gasps> a walk-in cooler. It's, it's like a refrigerator. Right? It is. And he. He loves it like that. But I couldn't live like that. <laughs> like if our whole house was like that at, n- at nighttime, I'd have to I'd have to go somewhere else. <laughs> I couldn't do that. So with central with air, you're all you're stuck with whatever you put it on. Yes. So so like to me, like if Patrick our son likes it at 60 and we like it at 70, 70 you know, we can do we have that luxury. There are some zone options that you can do. Say the master area on his own and, and the rest of the house or, or whatever. But uh, again, like you said, you, you kind of need the air conditioning in the summer, just to dehumidify, you know? So it's cause you, you get some of those days that are 95 degrees out and it's some bearable in the house. Sticky. <laughs> yes. I mean, to a point that you can't even sleep. It's so uncomfortable. It's one thing, like you said, like most of the year where, where, where you're freezing at 75 degrees or something, but, but it's comfortable. Well, these these ductless work for us. I mean, just the way we are. I mean, we keep the first floor one level, and we keep those on. And during the day, the second floor we don't put them on until we go to sleep at night. And and that's what's nice about the ductless too is the zoning that you could zone it. Like if you so if you have like three, we consider them heads in in the rooms. If you have three of them, you have three thermo- thermostats to control that, so you can have three different temperatures. To be yeah, able we to actually work have with. one that. It's it's a Luxair, and it's got four heads on it. So it's got one upstairs, and 
and in three bedrooms. So yeah. I mean, and it, wor- it works. It works fine. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, like you said, older houses and stuff are or different style houses. They lay out better where you where they they work out fine to put individual heads in each bedroom. So I mean, they're very flexible anymore. Yeah. With us today is Dwayne White, owner of White's Mechanical. Can we have your contact information, please? So our office address is 814 North Valley Ave in Oliphant. And our office phone number is 570-383-2500. Website? It's whitesmechanical.com. Pat, would you like to review a listing? Yes, we have a two-unit building. It's at 318 Hill Street in Jessup for $129,000. This home, it's got a three-bedroom apartment and a two-bedroom apartment. The three-bedroom apartment is huge. It's over 2,000 square feet, and the two-bedroom is 800 square feet. The taxes are very reasonable. It's less than $1,800 a year. It's on a 50 by 150 lot with a large detached garage in the rear. This would be perfect for the investor or it could be converted back into a single-family home. That's a two-unit building at 318 Hill Street in Jessup with a large garage at, for $129,000, and that's listed by Aaron Pierce of our office. Thank you. I have an announcement. James Hazen has joined our family of realtors at Century 21 Jack Ready Real Estate. James is a new member of the Greater Scranton Board of Realtors. He has a degree in marketing. He entered the world of sales first as an auto sales associate, uh, transitioned into finance management, and then into sales management. So although it was a career that was very rewarding for him in so many ways, it did lack the personal fulfillment, and he took a lot of time away from his family. James had always been passionate about home renovation and design. He loved the idea of working in real estate, and he decided after eight years it was a perfect time to develop a new career with that passion. So James pursued an education in real estate and stepped into his new chapter of life with us, Century 21 Jack Ruddy. James lives with his family in Moscow. We welcome James, and we are so pleased you are on our team. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Real Estate Roundtable with Century 21 Jack Ruddy Real Estate at 94.3 FM The Talker. We'll be right back. The talented team of professionals at Century 21 Jack Ruddy Real Estate. They're not just real estate agents. They're agents of change. They're on a never-ending quest for the best for you and your family. They can help you find exactly, precisely what you want at this time in your life. A computer, a website, an app, and a listing by itself can't do that. They're obsessed with better and deliver extraordinary, embracing the what-if, not just the what's-been-done-before, with a level of accountability and honesty not found anywhere else in the real estate industry. Don't settle for average, okay, or just all right. This change in your life is monumental. And there's only one Century 21 Jack Ruddy Real Estate that will help you rock that change. Call 570-344-6724 and visit jruddy.com. J-R-U-D-D-Y.com. Each Century 21 office is independently owned and operated. We're back with more Real Estate Roundtable with Century 21 Jack Ruddy Real Estate on 94.3 FM The Talker. I'm Jackie Ruddy, broker, and with my husband, fellow realtor, Pat Zavani. And we're back. And we're back with Dwayne White, owner of White's Mechanical. Thank you for being here with us. We're having a great discussion with you. I think Pat has a question for you. Well, you're a heating and cooling guy, right? What's the most common problem 
you get when you get a call, a no heat call for somebody with an HVAC system? So the most common problems, usually an air filter. Usually it's, it's blocks odd and uh, air can't flow through it. So it cuts off the systems on limit switches and safety devices because of no airflow. So it'll be flashing. They think they have a big problem, but they haven't changed the filter in two years. So, so. at two o'clock in the morning when you're called out of bed and you go to this house <laughs> and you take the filter, I mean, and it's clogged. Obviously, that must be very frustrating for you. It is because most people will say they just changed it. <laughs> but again, usually it's the first thing that, that you have to check. Anytime we go on a call, before you even start working on the system, you got to check the filter. And um, like I said, most people will say, oh, we just changed it. But not you, this filter. You didn't just change this filter. And it's recommended. It seems excessive to me. But in the first half of the show, you recommended or it's rec- it is recommended by probably the manufacturers of these systems that one should change their filter as often as once a month. Yes. Yeah. So the, when you see the filters on it, you'll see replace every 30 days. Now, like I said earlier, you don't have to do it every 30 days. You're going to tell how dirty it is by looking at it. But it, again, we, we do it twice a year on most heating and cooling systems. So you, you want to do it at least once a year for a heating system. And uh, like in it, you can buy them at the home stores and they're really easy to change. Again, it doesn't make up for a professional service on a system, but it'll get you out of a lot of binds. So how often if they're changing their filters, people are changing their filters as they should, and they're not clogging the system on an HVAC system. How often do they need to serve on any heating system? How often should one service a system? So a system should always be serviced before the season. So going into heating season, you, you should have your heating equipment service. Whether if you only have a boiler, then you only have to do it once a year. If you have an HVAC system that does heating and air conditioning, you should do it twice a year. And, and then, um, what, I mean, and that's residential. So once you get into commercial, though, you, you should do it quarterly. But uh, residential recommended twice a year or at least once per system. White's Mechanical not only services heating and cooling systems, you install them. Correct. Okay. Yes. And you've been doing it 18 years, and do you go far and wide? Yes. All right. So, and you have a great crew that works with you. Yes, bunch of good guys. And, right. and you call back, and you call people back when they call you? Yeah, that's that's the main thing. I've, I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what about geothermal? Is this gaining in popularity, or is it Yeah, what much? is it? And, and what, what is it? So uh, geothermal, you're using the the ground as a heat source is what you're doing. So um, it, people are still doing it. Again, back a couple of years ago, they were given a tax credit where it was more popular. Um, today, I mean, people are still doing it, but it, it's it's a little bit costly. So and and what you're doing is you're using the HVAC system and you're using well systems or the ground to take the heat out of the ground for winter or take the cool out of the, or put the heat in the ground during the summer is what you're doing. So uh, you're really just displacing heat from the earth to the house. And uh, and like I said, are they as popular as they were? No, because of the tax credit stuff. But again, they're still out there and people are still installing them. Yes. So it's very expensive. You have to excavate and you have to dig down a certain amount of feet. And you have to lay so much pipe and you have to put wells in. It's not a quick thing. Yes. Correct. And it, yeah, the cost of wells and 
in the cost of the excavating into the house and the cost of the equipment alone. And then uh, in the upkeep service of it, too. Is a and eventually one sees a return. Yeah. Yeah. They, they you will see a return. But again, it's takes a while. Takes a long time <laughs> bef- when you see the returns on them. Yeah. Like we, we had the guy talking about solar systems. He says, oh, if you spend the. And get a full solar system. You should get your money back in about 17 years. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> speaking I'm, of I'm solar. I'm not going to be living here in 17 years. <laughs> speaking of solar, when I was preparing for our show, it seems to be there is a rise in popularity for solar heaters. Now, they're saying that they aren't power powerful enough to heat a whole, a whole home. However, for supplemental heat, they're gaining in popularity. How do you see it? Well, I mean, I see them out there. Uh, we we don't install many of them. We haven't come across that, but we we have done some uh, larger buildings that had solar heat on them, and we uh, repaired or installed boilers to assist it. Like you were saying, whenever because of a nice cloudy day, ten degrees outside, it's not picking up the heat that it needs to pick up. So um, so they they put in a boiler inline or something to make up the heat, and, and they are again solar is becoming popular. And uh, and I, I see it's going to become more popular as we move forward. But um, again, we don't really get into too much of that to for me to be able to really say what kind of savings and and how well they work. Well, I guess they're they're supposed to be designed to help save money on heating costs. But the jury's out. Are we saying that? Yeah. At this point, uh, again, I see them with pool heaters. I see them with uh, some hot water systems and stuff. And you see them on people's roofs and stuff. And, and again, I think the more we move forward and the more that the government pushes that stuff, like tax credits and stuff like that, which helps for the install cost, because that's kind of the difference between going with it and not going with it is how much it costs. And, uh, but again, and, and we were talking about savings. I'm sure you're going to get savings and there is a, a long-term payoff of the system, but how long are you looking to wait to get your money back on return? Well, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. But I think you're right. I think it's going to be here and we should prepare for it. And so it's an option at this point, right? Yeah. Should I get a little windmill on top of my house? <laughs> do what you got to do. Do you install those little windmills? <laughs> be careful with our new shingles, though, if you're going to be installing windmills. Okay. Dwayne White, owner of White's Mechanical. Would you please come back next week and have another discussion regarding heating? Yes. Not a problem. Not a problem. How does someone get in touch with you in the meantime? So our office number is 570-383-2500. And you're on Facebook and social media, social media, and you have a website. Yes. yes Whitesmechanical.com. That's it. Okay. Pat, would you like to review a listing? Please? Yes. We have an updated, a four bedroom, two bath home. It's at 913 Luzerne Street in Scranton for $130,000. This lovely home, it's got a newer boiler, a new stove, new carpeting and floors in the bedrooms. It has just been freshly painted. It also has a beautiful kitchen and bath. All of this, plus a large detached garage on a 50 by 90 foot lot. This home, is, it's in moving condition. That's a four bedroom, two bath home with a garage at 913 Luzerne Street in Scranton for only $130,000. And that's listed by Christy Shannon of our office. Thank you, Pat. I have another announcement. Announcement. Another announcement. Century 21 Jack Ruddy warmly welcomes Amanda Pinkowski. Amanda has her bachelor's Degree in Business Administration from the University of Scranton. Amanda also is a member of the Greater Scranton Board of Realtors. She's 
energetic and very passionate about real estate. Her goal is to make the process of buying and selling a home as easy as possible. She wants to keep her clients prepared and informed while helping them find their dream property. She's thrilled to be launching her career with us at Century 21 Jack Ruddy, and she looks forward to helping many buyers find a home to make it their dream home. Amanda resides in East Mountain with her family. Welcome to Century 21 Jack Ruddy Real Estate, Amanda. If you're thinking of selling a home, and you lack storage or closet space, and Armore is your staging ally. Showing a home that is short on st- storage can hurt you, so consider adding an armoire and some attractive s- storage space before showing the property. And you could do that in wide hallways, in uh, walk-up attics, and lower levels, and they offer the closet and storage space and work well in small areas or large rooms that look sparse on furnishing. So, uh, you can put them in entryways too, where your coats, where you come in and drop your coats, a nice area to put a nice hanging rack. And since they come in all sorts of designs, it should be easy to find one that fits right in your home. We're out of time. Thanks for tuning into the Real Estate Roundtable. We want to wish everybody a very happy and healthy 2021. Let's hope it is much different than 2020. Go by 2020. Yeah, it couldn't happen. uh, (laughs) Soon enough. Soon enough, right? So I'm happy to say goodbye to 2020. I know you are too, Pat. Oh, yeah. Remember to tune in next Saturday at 11 a.m. and Sunday at 11.30 a.m. to listen to more of the Real Estate Roundtable with Century 21, Jack Ruddy Real Estate on 94.3 The Talker. 